The Valerie Carey Show. Hi guys, today we're going to be talking about why I cancelled Idris Elba and my gym membership and the keto diet and how to lose weight. And now, on with the show. Hi guys, it's Valerie and welcome back to my show. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about why I cancelled Idris Elba and my gym membership and the craziness of the Nigerian embassy. That's just mad. It's like a madness. And today I decided not to talk by myself. I'm talking to my friend, Solid, as it's called. We've been friends for, gosh, 10 12 years? 100 years. <laughs> We've been friends for a long time. And yeah, I'm not even going to say how, how long because people are going to start calculating how old I'm supposed to be and that, yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah, so we've been friends since we were in uni together. We went to a university called Madonna University and we went to several classes together, I think. Yeah, which is odd. We ended up in the same city. Crazy, crazy. But anyway, so I'm going to be talking to Solid today, especially about why I cancelled Idris Elba. Like a lot of people are talking about, oh, I'm going to cancel this person, I'm going to cancel that person. But for real, for real, I'm cancelling Idris. Like it's a madness. He's cancelled, he's done. I no longer want that. No, I'm actually done with Idris. Like I turned on my Netflix last week and I had been avoiding this show for the longest time. And now I have. I'm firmly set in my mind. He's cancelled. Why? Exactly. Are you cancelling Idris Elba? I mean, I understand that he's done a show. That's like, he's a nanny, right? In the show. He's a nanny. Like, they couldn't even pick any... Well, actually, I tell a lie. He's not, he didn't start off as a nanny. He started off as a DJ. He was like a Nigerian wedding DJ. Okay. And so, specifically Nigerian wedding. He, like, he was playing at a Nigerian... He was playing oh, at really? a Nigerian wedding for free. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not... Okay. Like, for That's real. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, if they couldn't have picked more stereotypes to put Wait. in one show. Okay, hold on. So before By the way, continue. the show we're talking about is the new Idris Elba thing. I can't even remember the name now where he's in Nani to show on Netflix. See, um, I'm I'm more interested in this Nigerian wedding. If you if you notice, what song was he playing at this Nigerian wedding? If it wasn't one of the you know the new ones, Zanku or Shaku Shaku, like what song was he playing at this wedding? I don't know. I don't think they were playing the the songs out during the show. That's that's not what hey, the well, series. What is the evidence that he was a DJ then? He was a DJ. Where DJ like you need to watch the show. It's called Turn Up Charlie. It's on Netflix. He his job in the show was he was a failing old DJ. But they haven't given us any evidence that he's a DJ. He so. said he was a DJ. So you're saying what of mouth? I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I'm arguing with the show <laughs> so producers. Like I'm arguing with the show producers that they're trying to sell us that he's a DJ at a Nigerian wedding. Well, I just don't it know. Does, it doesn't really matter because he was a shit DJ to start. Which okay. is, so whether he, <laughs> he said he was a DJ or whatever, he was already crap. Okay. Because he, in real life, you know Idris in real life is an actual DJ. Yes, I know he, that. And he was playing the part of a DJ. And he was not believable. Like, I, I was like, wait, is he supposed to be a DJ? But anyway, so yeah, he was a DJ that wasn't, like, getting gigs. He, his, his mates, quote-unquote, as they say, where we come from, his mates had moved on. And he was still sleeping in his aunt's house in some one bedroom in the council flat in Peckham or somewhere. Mm. And he decided to, you know, try his hand at this gig which his friend got him because it was his friend's wedding so he did he did his friend's wedding for 50 quid which again there's no nigerian dj that i know that's charging less than 600 pounds to come for your wedding exactly. but okay 
So yeah, he was a DJ and his friend now told him that he needed a nanny and he said yes. So his white savior friend decided to hire This, this sounds like DJ. very bad writing, first of all. It sounds like they just try to put so many circumstances together that actually makes it sound unbelievable. It's yeah. hard for me to believe that he's a DJ. It's hard for me to believe that he was, you know, down on his luck and he decided to do a gig for 50. Like, just the cost of getting his equipment to that place would be more than 50 quid. So, I don't know. I... Uh, there was nothing believable about this story. Let me just tell you. Like, he became a nanny. He went to this festival with the family. He started falling in love with the wife. What? As, as, I, with, <laughs> with the husband standing there or was he... The husband walked in on them one night and then they had been weeding out and drinking. So they passed out by the pool and Idris behaved like it was cool. You're lying down to your man's chick in the morning. Your friends. Well, not his man, but his, his friend, like his, his man, like, yeah, you know what I mean? His guy. Not, no homo, like, no. Yeah, his yeah, guy. Yeah, his yeah, guy's guy. wife. Yeah. So his guy, yeah. quote unquote, comes back from business trip and finds Idris lying down by the pool with his wife and he's like oh no nothing is happening hey, sorry I've got to ask this question is friend white or black white that's okay. what I'm saying he's so, a white savior guy he's no, white I had to ask this question because it seemed like it would be more likely to be a, a story that they would write that a white friend of a failing DJ tries to save him and the failing DJ ends up taking a white guy's wife and it's so weird. It's such a, it's a cliche. It's why, why is this story a cliche. It's such a cliche. Written? I don't know. And why is he still doing it is the bigger question. And by the way, he didn't even take the, the wife like that. Like if he had ended up with the wife, at least would have said, okay. Are you saying at the end of season one or you're saying at the end of the first episode? How many episodes Look, are we in? There's like 10 episodes. I think I struggled through it just to say, okay, I've seen it. Um. And I blacked out for <laughs> most of it. I can't even lie. Okay. The only redeeming part was where he took off his shirt and I saw like the muscles I was like okay I can kind of understand why he it was picked for glory shots. Do you, you get me like, that was literally he was a nanny okay. to some 11 year old that was swearing up down left and right and I, it was just like I think I saw some clips it made it look like he was a nanny to this brat yes who was, who was actually torturing him constantly basically okay and that seemed to be interesting this other dynamic about him, his friend, the friend's wife. Okay, whole I can't lie. There was some some sort of feel good part with how he bonded with the chick, the girl, um, with the girl, with the baby, with the baby girl. Okay. Yeah, she's not a baby; she's eleven. Okay. But she stopped being a baby a long time. A ago. long time ago. Like if you're saying fuck and all the stuff she was saying, no, you're not a baby. I'm sorry. Like no, but yeah. So he bonded with her, which was good. Because, you know, she was abandoned almost by her family who kept going off for gigs. And right. But and what was his friend doing exactly? What was his friend doing? He was going off for gigs. He was some sort of producer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's just weird. And at the end of the season, Idris had the choice between, mm. okay, getting this amazing chance to do his own gigs and stuff mm -hmm. and staying a nanny. Guess mm. what my man chose? I'm going to say he chose being a nanny. Yes. Which is quite dumb. But, you think? You know. <laughs> like, which is quite dumb there? because, because first of all, you're trying to make this idea about happiness as though being a nanny was the ultimate happiness or something like that. 
Okay. I, I mean, oh it's God. not to say that being nanny. If that's your calling, that's your calling. But he was a DJ. His career obviously was not to be a nanny, and it seems to this be like this is a not Mary Poppins. He was not. Left. He was not trying to be a nanny. Yeah. I don't. I don't think anywhere in the show had him dreaming his whole life of being a nanny. Why I didn't they write him mixing up the two, like actually <sighs> balancing it out? And actually, in fact, you know what would have been a better story? Him actually balancing it out to the point where he was even a better father figure to the girl. He was while to doing be fair. while doing his DJ gigs that was now becoming more successful and then mm. the father then sees that oh I could be a better father mm. despite my busy schedule see this is a story that could work but I- let's see where they're going with season 2 if it comes back for season 2 but I can tell you season 1 I was just like this is the man we wanted to be James Bond for real for real so so I think maybe don't judge him too harshly yet I mean okay. it's, James Bond requires a different set of skills right it's not the skills he was showing but he like, said he showed you his chest so it was showing, like, anyone can show you a chest no I think I think James Bond I've has seen a, better chest at Virgin <laughs> Active down my street what are you talking about no I think I think James Bond I want to say chest but I think like, <laughs> I think James Bond's okay. physique okay James Bond's physique has to be really really you know something. And so I you're think, saying he cannot, he could not have been James Bond anyway because no, no, I think he can. Him. That's what I mean. Okay, I feel the only way your argument is plausible is if he has enough range to have pulled off being a nanny and still being. I think he does. I think you need to watch this thing. I'm telling you, this guy's a DJ in real life, and I do not believe he was a DJ in the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, but, it's like me playing a black woman. But, I do it every day. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so, so what I also think is like James Bond has a very limited range of emotion. You've got to remember that True. Daniel Craig shows you that. That, that Daniel, he's terrible. What? He was my favorite. Daniel is terrible. Okay, maybe I should be. The, I'm the last judge. Probably. Of any movie. Like, I shouldn't be judging movies. You are watching. What was that thing you? sent me that you were watching yesterday was that show Super Lopez Super, Super Lopez yes some next Superman <laughs> knockoff from Spain like, like, no you're not serious don't knock that movie it wasn't it wasn't I, I didn't great. have to knock the movie the guy did all the knocking himself <laughs> that was a terrible no, no, movie it wasn't great the story didn't like it didn't work together well but it kind of had its moments it was okay it was it was an okay movie it was okay you could just be numb to it it wasn't it wasn't a big deal it was it was fine completely fine I'm gonna let you go with that one because I didn't like that movie either but I'm not talking about that one today I'm just talking about Idris like I'm done with Idris and that's my final that I'm done that yeah sorry that's I'm not saying anything else Idris I love you if you're listening to this you know um, you know, I can give you my like phone it. number email Does, me <laughs> DM me or something I know you have a girl but uh, yeah just shooting my shot but for real for real I don't like what he did here like no but why are we blaming the actor and not the producer he is the producer oh, oh. <laughs> what are you talking about he is the producer he decided to do this okay. oh my god okay, um, wow Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I am defeated. I'm I'm, I'm completely defeated on this one. Okay. Um speaking of movies, before we talk about something else, there was one movie I saw today. Yeah. It was The Barrel of Kojo. Okay. It's a Ghanaian movie. Hmm. And as I'm not promoting the movie, but I'm just I just well, I'm promoting the movie obviously. I'm not supposed to be but yeah i guess are, I, are they I have paying to us for this stuff? what are they no no one is paying anyone so there's no money involved. i'm saying that for the first time i watched a movie that was african and i had high expectations and those high expectations were met right 
You know, like, you know, when you hear reviews about movies and it's like, oh, it's really good, it's amazing, and so on and so forth. And yeah. then you watch the movie and it's like, you see so many holes in it. Yeah. This movie, I, I, don't get me wrong, it's slow paced. Okay. I was, I caught Isn't myself like sleeping God's once or twice. No What's that? It's like Feast of No Nation, Gods of No Nation. What's Feast uh, of No Nation? Feast of No Nation. I don't think so. We sent that by Idris Elba Idris, as well. actually. I actually see? liked Idris in that one. So, you know, I love you. Again, I don't know. But anyway, you're saying? So, it, no, it's not like that one. This one is more of a drama set in Ghana. It's about a father who, well, a man, before he became a father, he was a man with a wife mm. in a remote location, had a daughter, had mm. a good connection with his daughter. Mm. And you get to, it's, just, it's like layers upon layers of things that have happened. And it's like the past and the present intertwined to create this current story that is ongoing. Okay. Honestly, I could predict a lot of movies, but I did not see the twist coming in this one. It was shocking. In fact, when it happened, I was like, no, you know, mm. <laughs> you know. Who's but in it? I don't know. These are, I think these would all be new actors oh, okay. and actresses in mm. Ghana. Because oh. I've gone to their profiles, at least the little girl's yeah. uh, Instagram profile. Very, very few followers and stuff. Yeah. But it was a well-written movie. Mm. It was a well-directed movie. There were a few, I think the camera motion or the camera was beautifully done. Mm. Now, the handling itself, maybe not perfect, but the what the director was trying to do was well-executed all through the movie. The scenes were beautiful. I, I mean, I, I was blown away from the very beginning. The colors that were used, okay. they did not use was a lot Was it shot of, in Ghana? Yes, it was okay. shot in Ghana. Yeah. They did not use a lot of lighting. At least that's what it looked like. But you mm. could see the... I mean, the, the idea... When you say melanin popping, like, you, there isn't a better definition of melanin popping than this. Yeah. Where there was nothing excessive. Like, there was no additional lighting, superfluous makeup or whatever. It just looked real. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was amazing. It's a director called Blitz Ambassador. He's on Instagram. Blitz Ambassador. Um, he's really good. I, I mean, I, I was blown away completely. Mm. I, I thought... I'm not even going to name any other movies because I don't like bashing movies like that. I do like bashing movies. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm just I not going to I was going to say. So, yeah. So that's the only movie I'll be promoting this year. The whole year. Why in April? Well, we are in I April. Think, I don't think, unless unless someone else did a movie that would supersede it. Yeah. I don't think, he, he made it last year. Yeah. Off Kickstarter. Yeah. Which was quite oh. impressive. Yes. Wow. So, he, he wrote, so he, self-funded and everything. Well, not self-funded. But it crowd-funded. crowd-funded. Yeah. Yes. So he raised about 50,000, I think it was dollars or pounds, can't remember. Mm. He raised it last year or 2017 or something like that. Went to Ghana, shot the movie, edited it. I was hoping that we would see a theatrical release or something like that. But Wait, sorry. So you Netflix. didn't just stumble on this on Netflix? No, no, no. I've been you following knew, it. Yeah, following yeah, yeah. I've been following oh, the story. Oh, I see. Yeah. I didn't okay. just stumble on it. <laughs> All right. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't How much research did you Netflix. do? <laughs> no, no. So, so he's, a, he's a good... I mean, the, the producer the, and the director, he's, yeah. a, he's a good artist and he's got some previous artworks that has been, you know, critically acclaimed in the oh, past okay. and yeah. stories that he's done. Yeah. And I was really expecting this to come out to us to see it. And then it was like, it's on Netflix and I just had the opportunity. I just had to see it. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Burial of Culture. Go watch it. Yeah. What about <laughs> Nigerian movies? What do you think about those? He said, I didn't want to bash any Nigerian movie because... What about Braveheart? That was good. Who was Braveheart by? Uh, Genevieve Nachi, okay. Lionheart, Brave Heart. One of my problems with Nigerian movies is the predictability. You know, you, you, mm. they are too predictable. From the beginning, you can tell what the story was about. And, and this other idea of a feel-good movie, like mm. there has to be a happy ending. 
You know, like, oh, you know, I, it's something, it's, it's a human nature. We all want a happy ending. We want a story that we can connect to and love and ha- laugh at the end. You know, I don't but, know if that was the case with this one. I think she broke a lot of stereotypes because for one thing, it was an Igbo family where the, the daughter was loved. Okay. And the daughter was handed over the business. The uncle mm. who came in was not trying to steal the business. The uncle actually genuinely loved the family okay. and That's was interesting. trying to protect them. And it was a viable business. They didn't have to bribe cheap. In fact, they were stopping people from bribing to get to what they needed to do. It yeah. was all in all... An interesting story. I think you should watch it. It's Lionheart on Netflix. Is this one of those movies that got like bad reviews at some point? No, I don't think it's got bad reviews. So it's I got a very know. good review. It then. seems to have really good Compared reviews. Compared to Wedding Party. Wow. Yeah. So Wedding Party is slapstick comedy. So okay. that, that would always get bad reviews from serious people. I would okay. Say. It was, it's funny. Yeah. It's a funny movie. Yeah. People seem to love it. Yeah. But it's not a serious movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like you said, predictable from the word jump like okay. you could have written it out as soon as you saw the title right, of yeah, the movie yeah. it's not like that yeah. this is an actual story it's a very safe story because she could have done a lot more but I think she was just pushing the bounds of the stereotype I don't think that's Nigerian good. people that's, are ready that's, for that that's they're impressive. not ready for progress at the moment progress she has given <laughs> so them saying, a lot so you saying that because she was pushing that boundary everybody people didn't seem to connect well with it I think so I oh, think yeah. when you connect a new idea and a new concept with Hollywood, it, it stuns people. They're not quite sure what to do with it. Mm. Or with Hollywood and Hollywood. Nollywood, actually. I was just wondering where the end became. <laughs> like, we've upgraded people. <laughs> upgraded. Hmm, Nigerians, I don't know. Even like the embassy now, they've tried to upgrade their system now where you can do like a fast <coughs> track thing. I think you did that. Right, right? yeah, yeah. Talking about embassy or this consular the Nigerian office, embassy, right? Nigeria High Commission. Oh, the High Commission. Yeah, right. High Sorry, Commission. my bad. Yeah. So I basically wanted to renew my passport, my Nigeria, my beautiful Nigerian passport, my green passport. And the process is, first of all, it should be simple. You go online, yeah. you fill in the forms that you want to renew your passport, you pay, and then you show up at the interview date. Right. This should be fairly straightforward. First of all, the website is confusing like super confusing when you want to renew your passport it's the same form you fill as when you want to create a new, new passport, passport. Yeah, I now found it that. doesn't yeah. say on there create a new passport or renew your passport which would yeah you know right you know but no it's just you know you click click here to renew your passport and then the next page tells you do a new password and then you're confused yeah. you're super confused and then you don't want to make a mistake because <laughs> now, this comes down to what it is when you know how we are yeah. you know when you get into a Nigerian office you know like really like when you're now in the domain yeah. of the Nigerian you know, like the lion's den yeah. like what you see is what you get you, you can't expect anything more so you don't want to make a mistake before you get there and then you have someone shouting at you like you're a little kid or something like that yeah. and once They've made up their minds that they're not going to help you. That's a whole different ballgame. Mm. Now, so this is just a website we're talking about. So first of all, I, it would be very nice for them to update the website. Like yeah. the look and feel of that website is like 1995 type website. Like it's just, it's unbelievable. But I don't know who would listen to this, who would actually take action on this, but please update the website. That's I'm one. telling you. So when it comes to a service in yeah. a place, it's yeah. two things, infrastructure and human resource. Mm. Now, infrastructure-wise, first of all, we got there. Most of us got there. If I got there at 8.30 in the morning. What time did they open? 9.30 in the morning. Why did you get there at 8.30? Because there is no system 
for appointment where you come at a specific time and oh, you so they attended don't give you like to. a time right. i wasn't given a time okay it was like come at 9 30 right and everybody who's done visa not our officer or passport even when you go to the u.s embassy yeah. you go you like early up, morning yeah. like super early in yeah. the morning you're there coming a, up to in get an early, early number yeah. yeah to get an early number it's normal mm-hmm. so i mean i don't fault it that's normal and that's what yeah. i telling everybody there it's normal we always come in early yeah we do to, that for visas yeah we do that for visas so it's kind of normal but at the same time you get there, there's lots of people outside mm. and then there's people, and this is now the problem with Nigerians, is that we come there and we have issues and we want to be attended to in- instantly mm. when we have issues. Like cutting the line. Yeah, like by cutting mm. the line. Now, what I would say is stop. The second thing I would say is... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what I would say is stop. Just okay. Stop. Just Breaking stop. news. Heard it here first. Just stop. Unfortunately, they have no choice. Right. They need to plead their case to the man at the gate because he holds the keys to the kingdom. That's the, 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 security, the security guy. guy. Right. Right. He holds the keys to the kingdom. So they need to plead their case constantly. So they need to keep, you know, like whispering in his ear, oh God, please, I beg, wow. God, God, please, I have problem. Now, this should not be. Yeah. You should have an inquiry section or some sort of help section or assistance section. This is where the... But don't they have that though on the website? I'm sure I've seen something. Do, do have you tried calling the numbers? Do, oh, have you have you I haven't, I haven't have you tried calling numbers? Have you? Yeah. <laughs> do we have a number. It's like a helpline. Twenty four I've been told there's a number. Okay. I know people have who have used those. Number? I know people who have used those numbers. Have you know, they No. Well, right. So they they dialed the number. They, they didn't they use dial, the number. They dialed the number. Sometimes right. one person picks up and then hangs up. Eh? Yeah, and sometimes someone picks up and it's like, "Don't call us again." Are you <laughs> nah, for that, real? that one is a joke. Okay, <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, that was okay. a joke. no, no. Sometimes you call the number and they can't help you because they don't know they don't what the is happening. Yeah, and this is what you should have in the high commission. You should have a point yeah. where people help. can come for assistance. Yeah. The other thing about this place as well is when you even struggle through and you get into the place. Yeah, the staff treat you like second-rate citizens like and when the idea of a second-rate citizen or a second-class citizen it should never exist mm. not when you not are in, in your service. own country's high commission yeah you should you feel are, at home you, you, should, you should feel, feel safe. at home you should feel like this is my place yeah. if someone else does anything to you in the uk in the us in it you should be able to come to the high commission uh, and complain you have been watching too many movies you know those movies it's, where you see the person <laughs> you know like a safe house where yeah, what's his yeah, name was yeah. running to the embassy yeah. and jumped over the fence now nah, no, 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 no. no don't be running in that direction if you're nigerian i'm but, sorry but i think this is how it should be i think it we should, should be feel like safe that. in it should, should feel, it should feel that way. It should feel like home. It should feel yes. like your brothers are beside you. Yeah. So when I went there, I went there with the energy that I was going to see more Nigerians. I was yeah. going to be able to talk with them, and I did that to the to as much with as much energy and enthusiasm as I could mm. muster, and I did that for the most part. But then you still have us Nigerians who would like to fight in public places. I don't get this. What they were fighting? Someone was about to break into a fight right there. When are were, you serious? Like. It wasn't to collect. It wasn't like they were trying to do a new passport where right. the tensions are high. This was like the collection day, so it was time for them to pick up the passport. So it was like, right. you know, you're coming here to pick up the passport, and this person was complaining about the other person for some reason. It's not even like he's cutting the line because mm. in this case, all it is is they'll call out your names when the passport arrives. Yeah, and so that was, bit was already orderly. So they didn't need to, to fight. Yeah, they didn't need to fight. And then you know, before you know what's happening, someone had to. I was like. 
Gosh, we do this at airports. We do this at like. I don't think it's every Nigerian that does it. No, we don't. I'm not saying it's every Nigerian. I'm just saying that you see it constantly. Yeah. Why is it that when we get together like that, sometimes you just a fight wants to break out for no reason? Are we not better than that? I agree. I agree. I think it should start off with the government. I mean. We need new people making new changes. These people have been doing what they've been doing for centuries now, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, these guys, uh, what, I'm I'm still not going to say how old I am, but I'm X, I'm X years old. And then X, 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 X. <laughs> Why if are you know, If you know how to count the Roman numeral, just... <laughs> You've got five X's in there, yeah. maybe six. Yeah, no, so I just remember that if I'm old, you're older than me. So keep, okay. keep talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, these guys have been in power since before I was born and they are still True. in power now. True. Like how many elections does it take to get rid of these people? I don't know. But apparently we're not the only country that has this problem. No, no. It's yeah. Not. So if we, we have a solution, guys, please let us know. How do we start a new government revolution to change our stereotypes within in our countries. I mean, like you said about the government, I mean, my direct comparison with the government is like in the National Assembly, in the House of Reps, yeah. if they're throwing tantrums and throwing chairs at each other, what I, are we I supposed guess, to do? What are we supposed to do? And I think yeah. so the question that was posed today at the embassy. Oh, when, they asked the question. So, so at the High Commission, the, the man asked the two people who were fighting, like, okay, now you're about to fight. Yeah. You see this little kid over here. If he's about to fight with that person, what will you tell him? Exactly. You've laid a bad example already. You know? What would you do? And I think at that point, everybody kind of laughed like, oh, look, this is, yeah. you know, this is kind of a bad situation. Yeah. Now, you come back to the idea of infrastructure and human resource. I think you need to train the employees of the Nigeria High Commission. I think, you know what? I think you need to remove all of them wow. <laughs> and just replace them. But I don't want to be too harsh to say that. I think they just need resensitization. Yeah. Some of them are absolutely wonderful people. Yeah, that is funny. Some, some of them lovely people. They are absolutely wonderful and friendly. And I've seen them like for, above, for and year, above and beyond yeah. constantly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and they're, they're, it's like, I've seen them there before coming there to renew my passport. I'm seeing them there now. And it's not like being in that position has made them more stressed. Yeah. They are still the same nice people yeah. that I've seen before. So it's not environment specific. But there are some people in that mix that makes it horrible to go there. Yeah. They're the ones that shout the most. They're the ones that when they're talking at you, it's like they're spitting fire, you know? <laughs> and it's just, you're just thankful that there's a barricade between you and them to just like quench that fire before it gets to you. You know, I'm talking of the barriers, you know, yeah, we'll get the, the counter glass, and everything yeah. like that. But I feel like that you should be able to listen understand what the person's problem is because people do have genuine problems. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't be at a high commission to renew your passport if one, it hasn't expired or you need to get a new one. You know, something has to have happened. You kind of need it for a reason. For a reason. And I get that sometimes it's, it's this thing of the absolute. They say things with the absolute certainty Mm -hmm. when in reality that was not the absolute you know, truth about the entire situation. Mm. Someone comes to you and has a problem. You could give the person this four options and say, you know what, if you want it this way, you want it this way, you want it this way, yeah. these are the things you have to do. Yeah. And you say, there's nothing else I can do for you unless you choose, you one, of choose these options. one of these options. But this is not the way it goes across. It's in, in the high commission, how it goes is, what are you doing? Go <laughs> back. You must renew your, go and apply for visa. You cannot get passports here. 
You got it's like why are you They're shouting? Not being you're not you're not being yeah. si- you're not being civil with the person. Yeah. You were saying something about the fast track method. Yeah. Yeah, before I digress. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you can now do the fast track method. At the Nigerian, At the Nigerian High, High Commission and yes. get your passport the same day. Yes. I am a living witness. Like yes. I, I I'm surprised. Twenty four hour like, service <laughs> <laughs> Less than twenty four. What are you saying? Yeah. So so here's the thing. There's some people who did their passport two weeks ago. Yeah. And they were told to come back today to pick up to the pick passport. Up. I got there today, did my passport. Yeah. I did my passport today and then paid for the fast track and, and got, got my passport before the most of those people. So before some of those people wow. were supposed to collect today. Do so you know what? The other day I, I screenshotted my friend's WhatsApp story. This guy had got there. I think he went there on the Thursday. He got there in the morning, spent the whole day. And then got back the next day to continue because yep. he didn't finish. Yeah. I don't know what magic you spent. No, no. But what happens is, first of all, he showed up at 10.30. You don't just show up to Nigerian right. things at 10.30. So if you're service. not there before 9.30, it's done. <laughs> like, let's just go. You know, like, my the- intention was to go there and start sweeping the floor for them. Eh? Like, I was like, in my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm your friend for the rest of the day. Use me <laughs> how you what will. What time did you say you got there? I got there around 8.30 and I was like number 20. Eh? Yes. Wow. So I was not the first person. They were like already. So what time 20... did the other people get there? Exactly. I was. That, there were deep. already 19 other people who That's were thinking deep. the same way. I remember those 19 people, like two of them have kept the space for someone as well. Yes, of course. That's oh, that's wow. the way it is. That's where it goes. But it wasn't too bad this time. It was It was a bit more ordered. I think... Over the years, we've mm. sort of weeded out that need to be hustlers everywhere True. we are. True, they're, um, they're more orderly. We're, we're more ordered. I, I think in general, Nigerians are, we're quite loving, orderly people. I think it's the environment and situations that true. make us yeah. want to, yeah. to do what people think we, we do. Yeah. And yes. we get to like adapt, adapt or die. Mm. You know, that you have no choice really, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Mm. Okay, so the other thing I was going to talk about is keto diet and cancel. So I've cancelled my gym membership. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you why in a bit. So, so this is basically, before you even continue, I, this is when you said you cancelled it, Elba, I just thought we're kind of living in that age of cancellation. Cancel like, culture. Like, yeah, that's the word. Like, you know, I've cancelled this. I've cancelled this person. Let's cancel this person yeah. as a group. You Let's know. ignore this person. Do you not think you're feeding into that? I do. Mm. I think if it's a nonsensical cancellation, yes, because I feel people are like too Idris quick. Elba. No, see, I'm the only one canceling Idris. I'm not asking anyone to join me. You know, I'm not starting a movement. This is just me on my ones. I'm just canceling Idris for my own personal uh, yeah. peace. And then you wake up tomorrow. I used to have... out there saying, "Why are you canceling?" No, me? the reason is because I no, used no. To I'm have just a saying, what of... if? Yeah. Wake up tomorrow, you know, a few days, and then he's outside there saying, Don't cancel me. I'll still cancel him. <laughs> I'll cancel him because I had a list of men I used to think of in my uh, <laughs> quiet moments. What are these? And, li- what is this list? Don't this. worry about, don't worry about my list. Yes. And he was a lot higher on my list than he is now, which is why I'm canceling him. I'm sorry. Um, I can't be thinking about a nanny. Like, that's not doing anything. Isn't for that, me. isn't that, again, you, you're coming down to that point where it's like you, you're putting stereotypes in. I mix. am putting stereotypes in it. I'm sorry like so are you saying you couldn't be attracted to a nanny i'm saying that i couldn't be attracted to idris if he was a nanny ah okay. if he was another guy i'd like i have no issues with men being nannies like if you want to be a nanny that's and i mean like we work with kids that's great but i i like okay, so I is know. it because you you so you've seen him in this in this macho, macho man yeah. thing like, you know, mm. suddenly like no i don't 
don't see where feather duster that doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> you know? I'm sorry, is sorry. It, no, is that, isn't there a movie where The Rock does something similar where he? Uh, so we see The Rock. Yes, for some reason The Rock can pull it off. Idris cannot. The Rock can pull off that tooth fairy. It was tooth fairy. Yeah, it was tooth fairy. Yeah, yeah he can pull that off because yeah. it's The Rock. He yeah. has that grin where yeah. when the pearly whites are shining, you mm. think of nothing else. Yeah. Mm. Like, <laughs> so I, I take it the rock is one. He is on my list. I'll give it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a guess. <laughs> just a guess. <laughs> anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. But yeah, so the cancel culture, I agree. Like we jump on cancellations too quick and we don't cancel the things we should cancel. Yeah. Like Actually, before we even move on to the keto, the keto and why you cancel your gym. Yeah, let's talk about this council thing. So, Jussie Smollett, the guy who got arrested for faking his own attack, allegedly, allegedly, like cancel culture in that that example. That's a beautiful example of how people get from one end of the spectrum to the other just because everyone is saying this is what it should be. When they should be saying allegedly. When they should be saying allegedly. Mm. When they should be asking questions. Mm-hmm. When they should be googling the stuff they're sharing yeah. before jumping on things to cancel. Let us, let us also ask the question if he is if he is guilty because it's this interview I saw by this lady she's yeah. a, I think she's a singer uh, she kept using the word if he did it. Yeah. You know, and it was interesting to hear her say and she was very very tactful about it. Mm, and, as you have to be. Oh, as, as you, you have be, to be, yeah. yeah. So if he did it, I don't think we should just jump on, oh, let's cancel him. Because we've all done our own fair share of rubbish, you uh, know, bad stuff. Do I agree? No. I, I don't think cancelling him is like the ultimate thing. You I know think what I what I think should happen is this. You treat him as a criminal, sure. Yeah. If he did it, yeah. sure. It's a crime, you he pays the cost for it. But the other thing you have to remember is that the criminal system, especially in the US, doesn't really seem to be forgiven of you know, felons or people yeah. who have gone through the system. That's true. And so ultimately, as soon as she goes through that system, automatically, should he just be ruined for the rest of his life? I don't think, I don't I think, think that's a, a level of unforgiveness that we shouldn't have or exhibit as human beings. I don't think people paying the punishment for the crimes they commit should be minimized because they have a harder chance once they have come out no, of no, prison. That's not what no, I'm saying. No, but you've turned it around to what you're saying. You're saying basically that the prison system is not great, so we shouldn't automatically cancel him. No, I'm saying if he has to go to prison, go to take him. Let him okay, go to so you're not saying he no, should. No, no, oh, okay. no. Okay, I thought you said he, he shouldn't. If he should go to prison go for to the prison, crimes, yeah. go to prison. But, but still, what I'm saying is the idea of counseling yeah. him yeah. just seems... Now there are crimes and there yeah. are crimes. You know, oh, I see what you there's mean. There's like a mm. there's like a big divide. Like everything that goes into the oh, he did that. That yeah. is a you know they said there are different types of crimes. And yeah. so this seemed like that kind of crime that was like you know things like I mean celebrities have faked a lot of stuff in the past. So, I know, but I think so he did we, this one. This one, uh, I this agree. One took the whole no, country. I agree with you that if he does his time for the crime, don't cancel him because he has genuinely done the time. Yeah. But this crime, I think people are more upset because you are using black outrage to further your career. Was it black outrage? It's black outrage. That is what all companies are doing now. Black outrage. Was it black outrage or was it LGBT outrage? It was a mix. Mostly black outrage because yes, he's gay and I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think we thought too much about whether he was gay or not all Mm. the the time he was in Empire. How many times did we think about I did not know he was actually Do you understand what I mean that's not the main thing you think of him as you yeah. think of him as a black guy yeah. you know so i think he, i think i thought of him as an, an amazing actor 
He and is. Someone, someone with an amazing voice. He must be to have pulled this off if yeah. he did it, allegedly. But yeah, so it's like black outrage for your personal gain. That is more than a heinous crime. That's manipulation of the highest order. You have people who are going to be willing to riot and fight for you, possibly lose their lives to manipulation protect your... Is not a, manipulation is not a crime. Manipulation However, should be a crime. I'm sorry. That's narcissistic is, shit. It depends. That is narcissistic. So, so what he's if if you hype up a crowd towards violence or you promote violence, then yes, you would be responsible. But for that's it. what he did. Uh, if he did it, if he I did. just have to stress. I'm sorry. If <laughs> if he did it, because actually I don't know. We don't have enough information at this point. No, we don't. To know. No, we so don't. we don't know. No, we don't know. But if he did it, I say it's a heinous crime. Like, what's that thing? The law and other thing? This is a heinous crime. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, crimes against women and um, young, young adults. Yeah. It's especially especially heinous. And these are their... And these are their... Yeah. <laughs> and, like a part, and these are their stories or something like These that? are their stories. These are their stories, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think if he, if he did it, he should be cancelled. And I think that's... But the, his story is an example of cancel culture in the sense that if one day everyone is angry, the next day, oh, they're not angry, the next day this, the next day that, everyone's just jumping from here to there, you know. And why are we cancelling them anyway? Can you not separate a an artist's work from the artist? Yes and no. And I think R. Kelly is a big example of that. Mm, true, I true. think when you get to that level of, I want to say... Again, this is allegedly, so I guess until he's found guilty because right. he's been found innocent one time. Well, we are, Kelly, I'm sorry. Like that one, I'm not even going to put any allegedly. The guy, like there's too much evidence in that to be okay, waiting I, for the allegedly. Like, I, I, I'm sorry, I've seen I, videos. It's too much. You've seen videos? Okay, I haven't. I, yeah, I, I personally haven't. So I, I still wouldn't be able to say what it is, what yeah. he's done and so on and so forth. And maybe I'm one of the naive few who, Probably, are, I'm sorry. You know, who are choosing to stick their heads in the sand, but should actually go out and watch but then it doesn't change anything for me. Like it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make, it doesn't make it any more real or any less heinous or, you know, doesn't make, it doesn't make any more criminal. It just, if he goes to jail, fine, he goes to jail. If he's so you mean you don't care him. either way? Well, it does nothing for me. I, okay. I, I, so I'm on a personal level. On a personal yeah, level, yeah, it yeah. does nothing for me. It doesn't change anything. It's not like something I would promote. It's not something I would support. It's something yeah. I would always be against. Yeah. So whether he's found, it does nothing for me. Right. So would you listen to his music? I don't like his music. If you liked his music, why are you running away from my question? If you liked his music, would you have stopped listening to it? I would have to use another person, Bill Cosby, for instance. Would you stop watching his, his shows? No. Okay. Now, on some level, I actually agree with you because no. I think the, an artist's work. Yeah, it's an artist's work. Can be separate. Yeah. Like if I created some opera stanza yeah. type thing, it, the music, me making the music yeah. does not mean the music is now something It's a bad. bit pretentious as well. When you look at these things happening and you look at someone like Chris Brown who has been you know, probably documented as being potentially violent. Not potentially, he was sentenced. So I was, yeah, that's not, there's true. no alleged. So, <laughs> so he was, he was uh, sentenced for beating up Riri. Yeah. And uh, maybe in some time in recent past, he's been seen to be in some altercation or whatever. Yeah. Um, however, I mean, I don't, I don't know. The yeah. So you're saying that, because he has consistently been under the heat because he's, had several assaults while we still supporting him. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's the question. 
I think, again, you can separate the artist's work. The problem is these artists are benefiting from this. So it's hard to support an artist's work or to indulge in it without putting coins in their pockets. I'm just saying that if we're going to go with cancel culture, then let us be fair. And cancel everybody. And cancel everybody. And you cancel literally everybody who has not sinned. That's exactly my point. And so because we can't cancel everybody, we shouldn't cancel anybody. But there are some people you can cancel because their crimes are more heinous, have farther reach. They're more insidious. I think there are different degrees of sin. I I I wouldn't get upset with, okay, like with the Cardi B thing compared to Bill Cosby. I am quite upset at Cardi. I think she's done a terrible thing and I think she should be cancelled. Like she should be cancelled on the same level um, as Bill Cosby because you can't be drugging people. That on its own is, you can't be drugging people. We don't know what you're doing. But would you say that Chris Brown that you've just mentioned, he's on the same level as Bill Cosby. No, he's, he's, well, I don't know about the domestic abuse bit, but with the assault part where he's having a fight with some guy in a club, having a fight with a guy in a club is not the same thing as drugging a chick and taking her home. No, it's not the same. Yeah, so I think that there's a, a degree in the criminality true, here. True. And I, people I who are really bad th- should be cancelled. Why are they making money off us if think, they are still doing these things? I think the idea of being cancelled or not being cancelled is a personal choice. And I true. Think, I think it should be whether or not you can stand to listen to the true. person. Can you with stand, a clear conscience. You know, with knowing yeah. what the person has done. Can yeah. you watch them? Just this, how do you feel? How do you feel listening to this person? Like, yeah. I feel like I'd probably be sick to my stomach if I would listen to our belly now. If mm. I didn't, knowing I didn't actually like his music in the first place, not because of him as yeah, a person, but in general, music, you didn't like I didn't music. like his genre yeah. and stuff. So, I agree with that. I mean, now it probably would just be more upsetting to me. So, yeah. I'd probably try to stay away from it. Cosby, I kind of enjoyed for a very long time as a kid. So, it's my a childhood part of your mentor. childhood. But yeah, as a childhood mentor. You can't suddenly just ask me. It's like, you can't just suddenly tell me, oh, he's horrible. So, now, yeah, you're going to. Yeah. He's horrible. He's he's done his he's done very 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 bad things, yeah. bad things, unthinkable things. And I think he should pay for it, whether he's blind or not. Uh, and so on. That's what he has to pay Is for it. Is he blind? Um, well, partially, I think. Oh, okay. to some degree. I didn't know. That. Um. So, but then you can't ask me to forget everything else that he's taught me coming up to this point. So you see, I agree with that. So I don't agree that cancel culture should just happen because everyone says you should cancel. But I agree if you personally believe that yeah. the person should be canceled, cancel them. All right, let's cancel talk. them. This let's is why I'm canceling Idris. <laughs> Idris, you're canceled. And so talking about personal cancellations, mm-hmm. your gym cancellation. My dear, I've canceled my gym, you know, because in reality, the main reason why I joined the gym was to train for Tough Mudder. So every year I've done Tough Mudder. For those of you who don't know what Tough Mudder is, it's like a, an obstacle course with this 12 miles of just running through all sorts of craziness, with, mm-hmm. um, you know, muscle testing obstacles. And I've done it pretty much every year. So I was a member of my gym because one, they did a virgin active training course for Tough Mudder in particular, okay. and I just needed to keep training. So the main thing is I found out quite recently that there's a picture of me on the Tough Mudder website. So I've decided I'm not going to do Tough Mudder ever again. Sorry. So how did this happen? <laughs> did you? Did you? Hey, hold on, I'm sorry. First of all, there's a picture of you somewhere. Are you getting paid for it? No. So it's just yeah, a group. Okay. of pictures so it's one of the pictures of one of the previous stuff mothers i did and okay. i did not know they had this picture so let me tell you what happened yeah so normally when i do tough mother you know it's all modern water and stuff yeah and i'm a black girl with yeah. natural hair so i will normally braid my hair i'll yeah. braids but this time i don't know what happened i kind of forgot 
that I was doing Tough Mudder. So I didn't get, I didn't have time to do my mm-hmm. hair. So I just had my Afro out. So the day before Tough Mudder, we all were supposed to congregate. So I say we all, we, we did it as a group. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to congregate at my friend's house. Yeah. So I went the night before. Yeah. And of course I have to look fly. I mean, yeah. it's me like for real, for real. So I had these, it's like a U-part wig that is also an Afro. I will pretend like I know what that is. So it's, it's a wig that my hair will be out. Yeah. But you know, part of it is a wig and it just looks like my own Afro hair. So it made my Afro bigger. Yeah. And then I kind of did a a braid down the edge. So I was looking cute. It was just like a cute, I'm going to my friend's house kind of style. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I got there and I fell asleep. Like I got there late. So I fell asleep. So when I woke up in the morning and we're in a hurry, I forgot that I had the wig in. I genuinely forgot. It's really that comfortable. So when we got there, you know, my friends were like, oh, wouldn't you take off your wig? I was like, it's too late now. Like, I'm just going to have to do Tough Mudder with it. Now, I know you, you're probably thinking you know where this story is going. I hope, I, I hope it's where it's going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I actually hope. Because <laughs> then I'll go look for the picture. If you dare. Yeah. <laughs> right. Anyone who knows anyone in the Tough Mother office, please contact me. I need help. I need to take this picture down. <laughs> so basically, I was doing these obstacles and I was actually doing really well. I think I got more than halfway without this wig falling off my head. And I, I got way too comfortable. Like I was doing stuff like my <laughs> hair was growing from my the roots, okay. you know? And we got to the monkey bars. Now the monkey bars are over like a pool of yeah. water. So if you slip and fall, you fall into this deep pool of water and you have to swim to the okay. end, right? Oh, so you can either do the monkey bars and be dry or fall in and swim. Stop looking at me like that. You do not know where this story is going. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> Trust me. Exactly. <laughs> Just whipping out my phone now. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I actually made it almost all the way over because I've been training like mad in this gym, which is why, you know, now it's done. I was training for the monkey bar, so I was doing it really well. And my brother was in front of me and another guy who was in our group was behind me. So three of us were just going one by one on the monkey bars. And the other ladies in my group, they had sense. So they walked around. They were like, I'm not doing this. Whether there's, there's a pool or not, I'm not doing this. So they were waiting for us on the other side. So... I had got to maybe the 15th or 16th rung and it was like three rungs to go. Next thing I slipped. Yes, I slipped and I fell like smash into this water. And I'm oh. not a small girl. So like I fell down. Was, into it, like this a, water. was it like a hippo dropping? Uh, yeah. Like okay. A- maybe don't, don't, don't push, <laughs> don't push it. Don't push it. I'm still fly. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> But yeah, I fell into the water and I didn't even know anything had happened. So this is why I'm telling you that you do not know where this story is going. So I swam out of the, the pool and I climbed up at the other side and I turned around and I was looking for my, my friend who was literally nowhere to be found. I did not know, right, that they had seen me drop. All they saw, they didn't see me come out of the water. All they saw was something black floating on the thing. So they thought I had drowned. <laughs> so they thought I had drowned. So they jumped in to try and save me. And they ended up saving the wig. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when my brother eventually grabbed the wig out, <laughs> I came out of the pool. I don't know how some photographer managed to get the, the picture of him holding the wig. <laughs> I tried to- 
And I'm just there with my hair half cornrow. And I'm just like, what is this happening to me? And this is the picture that Tough Mother decides to put. It does, it tells a story. It tells, it tells what story is it telling, please. So I've decided that shame would not let me go to Tough Mother again. So because you might of be that, a hero. I'm though. sorry. No, I'm nah. I'm gonna go do strong man or something else because Tough Mother, I'm strong done. Man. That's nah. I'm never showing my face there again. I, I don't I, nah. So there's no need for me to keep my membership you know it's all right i'm done with the gym now but, i'll just jump on my bike and go you know i'll cycle to work that that's enough cardio for me but yeah so that's why i canceled my gym membership yeah but i know you you are like into keto and you're always working out so you tell me about that why what you've canceled your gym membership anyway why well, i haven't because i haven't canceled haven't you i thought no, you I did when you started the keto no 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 so with keto diet obviously it's about some people say they want to do a diet as a lifestyle and right. all that rubbish, but it's not me. I can only like maintain it for set periods of time yeah. and maybe cheat for a period of time, then switch back into the diet. Um, so you can't do keto as a lifestyle? Personally, I don't think I can. Do you I, think anyone can in reality I, or the life? It's really, it takes, it takes a very high level of commitment and dedication to do it. What's you a keto to, diet exactly? So basically it means you cut out carbs. That's the primary thing is mm. you cut out carbs. And No, actually that's not the primary thing. The primary thing is carbs to cut out carbs and add more fat right into your diet right but also reduce your protein so the idea is the body starts to produce ketones but, that but is. isn't fat going to make you fat no unfortunately that's a wrong misconception right okay so fat isn't fat it isn't stored as fat in the body not really anyway who named this um, thing so <laughs> <laughs> so basically now you've got to read up on it but it's the carbohydrates i guess uh, oh right into okay glucose and glucose that's converted into fat and yeah. stored in the body when there's excess glucose okay like so, so if your body is not using glucose you use it uses ketones it, no if your body is not using glucose and there's excess glucose in the body it just gets stored as fat for okay. a, for a later day okay right so if you don't have carbs high levels of carbs that means you're not producing excess glucose mm. in the body that means the body then has to make uh, use ketones so. to, mm. uh, to burn the fat you have in the body right. into energy and so it, that becomes a term that you say your body is eating itself so, you so it's in ketosis it's in ketosis where you're right. actually burning the fat you have to create the energy that you need yeah. to function so uh, a lot of success i've personally had from keto is when i do things like intermittent fast like mm. I could eat like massive amounts on one meal and not eat for the but next. But does it does it work like that? Because I did intermittent fasting um last year for three months in September and I lost yeah. a shit. Sorry for my swearing. I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. And I fasted for I did like a dry fast. I didn't even do intermittent fasting. I fasted for fourteen days and then thereafter I I started eating every alternate days mm. every alternate that is day extreme for though i would never really suggest someone do that but it to every person they they know what would work for yeah them, what works for them basically but i've only done intermittent in the sense that i would eat something on like in the afternoon after mm. work i wouldn't eat again till the next day yeah maybe, so maybe next oh my, like a day no no it could be two okay for me so i could i would eat that lunch uh say five five o'clock by oh. five i'm done yeah next time i eat would be 12 o'clock noon time the next day yeah so that's about my own version of intermittent fasting so mm. it's just you know eating at certain periods block of period a certain yep. period and then not eating for the rest but also the meals i eat is keto meals yeah so, so high I, fat high so protein high fat, low carb 
No, high fat, low protein, no carbs. Oh, okay. High fat, low protein, no, no carbs. carbs. Yeah. Right. You, but you literally go online, go to like, there's Reddit forums, you could check it, keto diets out. There's also mm. like lots of websites that talk about it. You need to actually measure your food at yeah. the beginning to know what you're doing. So that you don't just start so eating just start tons eating of food, uh, you know, food. Yeah. And also you need to, if you want to lose weight without the gym, then you need to obviously eat as a deficit calorie counts yeah Mm. Yeah, so you can't just say you're gonna eat 3500 calories when you're not even going to the gym Mm. that doesn't make sense so you'd be doing something like 1500 to 2500 that's if you're not going to the gym yeah i found that when i was in ketosis during this period when i worked out i lost a lot more calories because i'm burning more energy and there's no glucose so it's burning through yeah so the body the body needs somewhere for some needs energy basically from, yeah, somewhere. from somewhere yeah and if you don't have the glucose uh, carbohydrates stored as glucose mm. then you just need to burn the fat that you have in your body and that's just it. i think because before i did my dry fasting now i'm not going to advise this for anyone anyone listening to me please do not indulge in a complete dry fast it's something that nigerians are pretty much used to eh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying hunger <laughs> strike i mean this is like, a conscious dry no, no, fast i mean like the nigerians like do uh, religious fasting like you know how yes, they do it. not even exactly. just nigerians like christians christians like, in general fast yeah and it's quite 14 healthy days, 40 days fasting. no but you see they break the fast during the, the evening so they wouldn't do a oh, dry yeah, fast yeah, yeah. and not eat at all True. so the fast i'm referring to is i so only drank water, water. correct so this is what i was i was going to say like i did a lot of research before i embarked on this fast now i do have to say when i started the fast i was 96 kilograms now for those of you who don't know me it's not that much because i'm i'm six one or six six something i'm 511 I'm, 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 I'm a tall woman you know so it's not like i'm carrying fat around but i was 96 kilos when i started this diet and by the time i was done and i stabilized i stabilized at 70s Wow. Yes, it's a mad thing. So I started the fast. I decided to start it on the Monday because for me, that will have been the hardest day because the first three or four days are the worst because Mm. you start to get the shakes. You actually feel hungry. And I remember I was going to work and I told my colleague that I was doing this fast and she was like, oh yeah, that's fine. You know, but she, I should just be careful because I've done so much research on this and it's so much faster to get into ketosis where you're just not eating anything yeah, yeah that's it but you have to have enough fat to sustain yourself yeah, until then yeah. so please do not do this until yeah. you have spoken to a doctor yeah. to decide whether you're actually medically able to do this i was able to do this because i had enough fat percentage to do this so then I got into ketosis within four days. Yeah. And from there, I was not hungry. I literally stopped feeling hungry. Now, this is the thing about a complete dry fast where you're not eating anything at all. Once you stop eating, your body stops feeling hungry. And there's a link in the bio. That I'm going to, there's a link at the bottom of this recording. I'm going to put it in the description. Once you stop eating, you get into ketosis. And this video explains why that happens. And then when you feel hungry... The first time you feel hungry, eat. Because it's your body's way of telling you it's burnt through all the fat it has. Oh, okay. So eat. So don't say, oh, I'm, I'm feeling hungry and I'm going to bear it. No, yeah. eat. The longest fast with this method, I think the guy went through a year and a, 10 days not a, eating. A year. I am not lying. I will put the thing in the, wow. the link in the description. He was so morbidly obese. He went a whole year without doing anything except 
drinking water. Wow. Yes. Wow. And he maintained his weight loss because his body naturally shed the energy he didn't need. And then he started eating. Again, I'm just, I cannot stress this enough. Don't do this without speaking to your doctor first. So for me, it took me less than 14 days. Yeah. And then I was at my optimal weight. And then I started feeling hungry. I started eating and I've maintained it since then. Yeah. So with your ketosis, you will still get into ketosis with your keto. It's just a, a it, no, slower it, process. It takes me about three days to four days if I'm going to the gym. Right. So I typically start off with the cardio. Yeah. So when I start, I start off with the cardio. Definitely make sure I start with cardio because that way I'm forcing my body to burn, to burn the through energy. all the energy yeah. that I have then mm. start with the fats that I have in my body. But yeah. yeah. Um, so you push the ketosis to start quicker with the, your, with your the cardio. Run, yeah. yeah so I, that's make good. Make sure I run like 5k every day yeah. for the first week. Mm. Then the rest of the weeks, I'll just do weight training. So how long have you been on your current cycle of keto right now? So I do like a five week on keto, then I'd have a break and then maybe try and do another five weeks. How long is your break normally? (sighs) Depends. One week, two weeks. Okay. So it's not like a year. No, no. It's not a a year. Mm. It's just about one or two weeks. Then I go back on on keto. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And how long have you been doing keto as a whole? Oh, man. That has been... Yes. Oh wow. Maybe two years now. So you don't um, do a lot of weight training, do you? I started more weight training this year. Okay. Um last year I gained a lot more weight because I kinda stopped keto for a good number of months. Mm. And this is where it comes down to you it's not it's not easy to maintain. If you can't mm. maintain it, you can't maintain it. Yeah. And you need more determination than anything else to actually say, I don't wanna do this, I don't wanna do that, I wanna just eat this thing. And yeah. also meal preps help. Mm. if you can prepare your meals at the beginning of the week then you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from because it's already ready in a pack my waiting. problem with meal prep though is that it's literally in a pack and it's cold like it's it's microwave cold. there's something I, I don't know if you've seen this technology <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's been around for a few years you're taking me for idiots <laughs> No, I mean, I, I get you could warm it up, but it's just like, I like different things. What I want to eat on the Thursday might not be what so I make for the Thursday. So make multiple meals. Ah, fair enough. Make multiple meals and you can stretch it out for the week or two weeks or mm. three weeks, depends on what you want. I tend to make only two things. Okay. And I'm used to eating, I'm like military style right now. Right. I'll just eat, in fact, it could be just one thing. I'll just eat that thing alone for the rest of the week. Wow. And another week and another week. Wow. And, and literally, I don't think my diet actually has changed in the past one year. That's dedication. Exactly. That's a madness. That's <laughs> dedication. Uh, it's it's just, it just is what it is. You You want something, you have to do it the way that it can work otherwise I think this is also why for you I don't think it's sustainable because you know imagine eating the same thing for the rest of your life yeah but now especially this year I've added more variety variety oh thank you so this year I've added more variety but at Uh, the same time at the same time it would typically be a variety that is just Within the week, I just eat the same thing. The next week, I change up and do something else. But it would be the same thing the whole week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think as with any diet, please consult your physician. Investigate whatever it is you're embarking on. For us, obviously, the keto seems to have worked, but it may not work for you. So, this whole investigation. Actually make efforts. People try to say, oh, I tried it and it didn't work. I don't... Stick it out for a bit. Yeah, like try, make make an effort. Don't just hide with a pizza. 
Yeah. <laughs> day two, you're sneaking a pizza in there. It doesn't like, work oh, like, like that. that. It doesn't work like, like that. I just had one slice. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. I think the hardest thing also when I was fasting was just seeing people eat. It's mm. not even that I was hungry. It's just our culture, our social life seems to be centered around eating and yeah. drinking. Yeah. Now it's so hard. Yeah. But yeah, so as with any diet, please consult your physician. We're talking about keto, but there's so many other things around there. But stick to or try keto. Uh, let us know what you think about it. Let us know if you've tried it. Let us know your thoughts. Keto, intermittent fasting, dry fasting, cancelling Idris, anything we're talking about, really. Just reach out to us. We'd like to hear from you. So yeah, thanks, Solid, for joining me on today's show. You're welcome. And on the next show, I don't know what I will be talking about as always, but I will speak to you soon. And thank you so much for listening to The Valerie Carey Show. Bye-bye. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of The Valerie Carey Show. I would love it if you could share it across your network. And I will be back again next week with another great show. I would love to hear from you. So email me at thevaleriecareyshow at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram or Twitter. 